Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Three months. I'm so old. I'm not. I'm 24, but like, <laughs> mentally, I'm 65 at least. Um, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Okay, so are you, are you ready to uh, to jump in? Cool. Yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Cool. Okay. Welcome back to 17 Questions, the podcast where we ask 17 weird and wonderful questions to a guest weird and wonderful enough to join us. This week on the podcast, we have... Hi, my name is Ariel Lindsay. I am a social media influencer. I don't really like that title, though, so I like to call myself a content creator, an artist, and a dancer, a model... I do all the things, and I'm known for painting custom sneakers. That's cool. I w- w- being creepy and sneaking around. We, uh, I, I, I saw <laughs> that you did that. Um, which is oh, okay. I was just like, where is this going? Yeah, <laughs> that's. I think so far that's the first introduction that we've had as somebody uh, introducing themselves as an artist, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, I feel like. The term influencer, there's just a lot of like, I don't know. It's just some people put a bad rep to like on the words. So I don't like to say like, hi, I'm an influencer, but I do social media for a living. But also it's not like just that, like it's deeper than that. Um, So I would say like, yeah, I'm an artist. Like I make things. I just basically my like job is creating things, whether it's like dancing or painting or content so mm, modern day yeah. renaissance woman she does all the things <laughs> all the things yeah that's true <laughs> okay. and on tiktok i'm known for throwing it back as interesting and odd as that sounds but it's it's what i'm known for <laughs> like it's really funny for your first question would you like it to be weird or wonderful weird let's see i'm curious just because it's like such a distinct name so for the first question it is how do you feel your life has been shaped by your name if at all okay I have maybe there's like a couple angles so I grew up hating my name and tried to change it three times starting at like the age of five and I I remember I was in first grade um I think I was in first grade and for some reason I really liked I was obsessed with the name Sarah. I don't know. I know. I don't know that face. <laughs> like now, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, right. So, no shade to any Sarahs out there, but I mean, like, if I were to choose a name now, it just wouldn't be that. So, I tried to change it. It didn't stick. I tried to change it to Lyra, which is Ariel backwards. That was like five years later. 
it also didn't stick because I am known by my name. So I wouldn't respond to anybody that would even try and honor my request because <laughs> I'm used to my name. So they would just get frustrated and they were like, well, I'm going to call you Ariel. So, but aside, so I kind of just like never thought anything of it because I didn't like the sound of it. So I just kind of always protested it. There was never any other attachment outside of that. And I guess every time I meet somebody, it's usually like, oh, like the Little Mermaid. That's like the number one thing everybody says. And the only like correlation to that shaping my life is that I'm obsessed with the beach and the ocean. And that's like my happy place, my favorite place in the world. If I could live in a bungalow, like just on a tropical island, that's where I would be. So that's about it though. Yeah, the, the beach connection was like, that, oh, and the red hair too. I was like, is this, I, there was a part of me that was like, is this her real name? Or is this kind of like her like... Oh, that's what, so funny. Like I didn't even online. think about that when I colored my hair pink. Um, and then I had people being like, oh, Ariel, that makes sense. And I was like, no, what? Oh, okay, I guess so. And I was like, interesting. I was like, wow, I'm embracing this persona that I've like never, it's not my favorite Disney movie. My favorite Disney movie is Lion King. You can see my little tattoo. This is Simba. So like, I never liked The Little Mermaid ever. I see. Yeah, there was a part of me that loosely thought you were just like trying to permanently be in cosplay or something. <laughs> That's so funny. No. <laughs> okay, well, that, that wraps that up, I guess. That everything solves. It's a real name. That's cool. It's a, it's a cool name. Okay. That's a good question. Thank you. I wrote it myself. Um, wow. <laughs> would you like a weird or wonderful? Um... I mean, I guess like a wonderful, but I feel like I'm going to like the weird questions more because I'm weird. I see. Well, let's, let's find out. Um, okay. In your group of friends, what role do you play? Um, <laughs> I, okay, so I kind of had three things come to mind, uh, three different, <laughs> I guess I just always have three answers for all your questions. <laughs> like, there's three answers to every question. I feel like I'm very like spontaneous last minute where I'm like, guys, we should do this. And it's kind of like, we should plan this. So I'm like, but let's just do it. So I am that person a lot of the time, but when it comes to more like serious things or more like important or long-term things, I think I will pat myself on the back. I think I'm very good at giving like real solid advice. Like I'm like, no, can I swear on this podcast? Can you I can. like- You can, okay, you can. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like a no bullshitter type of person. So I will tell my friends like it is, like my friends, like I'll just tell them like it is and how I feel about it and get and be like impartial enough so that I can help them be level-headed about a decision or be able to see both sides and not just be like, oh, you're right, he's an asshole. But if I'm like, hang on, you're kind of heated in the moment, which I get. So I think I'm good at doing that where I can kind of like settle things and just get people to communicate better, basically. Mm. I think that's kind of it. I'm also really good at like talking a lot. So, and if at any point you're like, sis, you need to just chill. Like, because I can just talk. Like I literally, I love talking. So I can like talk for hours with like, whatever. I just love the conversation back and forth and stuff. Mm. So you're like a, a spontaneous mediating conversationalist. That's your title. There we go. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. But also like, I don't tolerate like bullshit. If like someone is like, this happened, this has happened a couple times. Like the, my roommates are like 
basically my closest friends out here in LA. They're like my best friends. And um, we've just had different situations where in LA, you kind of can sometimes get really sleazy people that are a certain type of way. And then there's this tendency for people to just brush it off and be like, well, that's like LA. People are kind of like that. And my attitude on it is like, I'm not going to play that person's game just because this is Los Angeles. I'm going to call them out on their bullshit and be like, no, what you did, you actually lied to us. That's not okay. We're not going to do business with you. That's fucked up. Like, actually don't talk to us again. This is like a real scenario. And we're like, anyways, my friend was like, no, you don't have to get so heated. And I'm like, no, that was not okay. He can't do that. He's like, that was so unprofessional. And then like, you know, later it was just sort of like in retrospect, they were like, actually, that's a good point. Cause she's lived here way longer than me. And she's like, I guess I'm kind of used to it. Like where you're kind of just like, that's how they are. But she's like, you're probably one of the like first people to actually just kind of put him in line because people just are used to getting, you know, like either what, I don't want to give also like paint a bad picture of Los Angeles, but like, some people really just don't give a shit and like will say anything if it, you know, makes them like either get a job like a deal or get if there's some vested interest on their side essentially so yeah i i guess this may lead into one of the questions coming up so maybe i'll just segue on your behalf because one of the questions is um what's the best and worst part about living in la um and i'm guessing this is one of the worst like there are kind of like kind of seedy slash clout chaser people slash it's all kind of like smoke and mirrors and kind of uh not all the time obviously there are like genuine connections obviously but like yeah because there's so much like capital whether that's like finances or like social capital like yeah what's oh, really happening here yeah you're like saying all of the correct things like that that's accurate um it's interesting because uh it, it is that i think like for me i've i moved out here last summer but i had been visiting every three months for about a year before that and i was like i love la like i, I it makes me happy i feel inspired i feel motivated like there's so much talent, the artists, but there's also, again, because of all these incredibly talented people who are either basically able to make so much money because of what they, of their gifts or their talents, you know, there's just a lot of money in Los Angeles and there's a lot of greedy people. So I think there is this balance of like, for me, it's been hard. Like the best part about living here is like, I guess that the opportunity there is a lot of opportunity and there's truth to that where it's like the land of opportunity. Yeah, honestly it is like, there's no way not to find work here or not. You never know if you're going to run into that one person. That's like that one connection that you need to link you up with that one agency that wants to sign you. And that's, you know, your career is set or whatever the case may be. So there's a lot of talent. It's also beautiful. The weather's great. And like over next to the ocean, you also have mountains, the palm trees, even though they're not native to Los Angeles. I love palm trees. I'm from Florida and I live, grew up by the ocean. So like I need an ocean next to me and mm. palm trees. And so, but the weather is just nicer here because it's super humid in Florida. But so I think that's like the best part. Um, and the worst part is just having to like navigate it in a way where you don't sell your soul because unfortunately that happens to people out here um so to remain yourself and like you know keep your own i guess like integrity of who you feel like your your morals are, like what your morals are and all those things but while navigating this like weird especially like the entertainment industry this like weird culture where people will just like fuck you over 
like without blinking an eye. And what's worse is that they'll do it with like a smile on their face, like genuine, like meaning you're not expecting it. You're like, oh, I thought this person was gonna help me. The horrible example, the first guy that I dated out here, this was like a huge fault on my part. Like I was like the queen of not acknowledging the red flags that were there, but he like stole my car. And it was such a dramatic thing where it was like, that's a really bad example because that's really bad. But like, it's <laughs> like, that's, you know, there's, gonna, there's all types of interesting people out here, so. Yeah. Well, that sums up that question, it would seem like. It's, it's seemingly like all the people. Like, it's either there's the good aspects, there's the not-so-great aspect also. Yeah, it's, the, it's just the people. So it really depends on, like, you just have to choose the right people to surround yourself with, honestly. And then if you're doing business and, you know, just don't do business with people that you don't want to. Or if you have to, just keep it business and don't, and just be, like, like, you always have to have, like, your feelers out and just, like, be super, super attentive and... I always like, I'm used to trusting people. I'm very trusting. That's like my weakness where I'm too trusting of people because I want to believe that like, believe the best in them or whatever. So it's kind of like I had to switch up my mentality to be the opposite where just like assume that they don't have like your best interests just to keep my guard up basically. So that would be mm -hmm. like advice I'd give someone just like keep your guard up basically. Yeah. Well, that's pretty solid, I would say, for anybody that's yeah. trying to go into this direction. Would you like a weird or wonderful question? I want a weird question. Okay, let's see. How would your life be different if the internet didn't exist? Oh my god, interesting. Um, I would probably do what I... Oh, I'm not, I don't want to say exactly what I do, because that doesn't make sense. But I would just be an artist in like in old fashioned old school where you like have to tell your friend and tell your friend to tell their friend and then you meet people in your town and then you're like hey this is my art i have photos <laughs> like whatever <laughs> or like i think that's what i would be doing um i used to i actually wasn't even i was like barely on social media up until like the end of 2017 anyways because i used to do all types of different work as like worked as like a makeup artist and then also i did like uh, wood finishing and car refinishing and like automotive refinishing and that's so events. niche I could, yeah i could paint a car i don't like to do it um anymore but i could if i wanted to it's just yeah. a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like i was very like all the work that i did was very hands-on like i was just you know dealing with furniture or cars and motorcycles or um stage pieces also like uh stage sets and stuff and faux finishes mm -hmm. so i think that's kind of what i would honestly be doing because i love doing that like i love it so this is just i kind of was done with that and i was like oh i can make money off of social media let's do let's try that out yeah it's good that all of your i suppose like eggs on all in let's say like the internet basket so to speak like you like so I suppose like talented and skilled in so many other areas that if for whatever reason this whole thing just went down, it seems like yeah. it'd be fine. So. I, I, I would honestly, it's, it's true. Like I'm a certified finisher in like that industry. And I did that for like years professionally. So, and some of my best friends back home in Florida own very successful, successful companies. We all used to work together like years ago. So some of like my close, my best, like one of my best friends, she has a successful company where she does finishing and she's like, and it's like a woman-owned business with her and a friend of hers. And they're like, they're killing it. They're like expanding so much. So, and I just have other friends. So I feel like if the internet just like, you know, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube just suddenly went away, 
I would, I would just, like, go back out in Florida and be like, what's up? Like, you have anything for me to finish? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Always good to have a um, backup plan, I suppose. Um, yeah, you always need a backup plan. Yeah. Some uh, kind of backup, backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> would you like a weird or wonderful question? A weird question. Okay. Oh, what was your dream job growing up? Um, it's what I'm doing now. Just, I do it slightly different. So I wanted to be an artist and a model. And those mm. were the things that, like, I was excited about. So I was like a little girl. I feel like every little girl at one point is like, how do I model? Maybe not every, but I just know it's kind of common. So I know I had that, I think when I was like 12. But I think most of my life I was always very artistic and always loved art class and stuff like that. And I always just wanted to either be painting or, like, sketching or doing something regarding art. Uh, so that's basically what I'm, I feel very blessed that I made that happen, but also I'm not just like, oh, wow, that's amazing that happened. Cause I fucking worked my ass off for it. So I also know that it's the result of like my hard work. So it didn't just like magically come out of nowhere, but yeah, that's basically it. That's cool. It's glad that you have that, I suppose, like personal success story. And like, if anything, yeah. like it's only been like amplified by like the internet, like you're living entirely what you wanted to do. So yeah, um, well, it's actually cool that you asked me that question, to be honest, because I was like, oh, I distinctly remember being like, I want to be an artist and being like, I want to be a model, like telling my teacher that one day. And I don't know why I told my teacher because she didn't think that was very like, she wasn't like too fond of that. And I was kind of <laughs> was like a little bit like felt bad about that and was like maybe I shouldn't do that but whatever that happens to everybody at some point I think I just channeled it in a, the different ways but everything that I have done basically has been something along that the either the artistic side of just being an artist in some way like even the finishing work and like painting and stuff like that or cars or wood that's all an art in itself so now I'm just doing different types of art and I've like channeled my obsession for sneakers into now painting sneakers so that makes me super happy <laughs> Okay, I just have to tell you, you give all, you give me like the weekend vibes. What, that I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> but like the weekend, like two thousand and like I don't know if it's like what year, but like two thousand and like sixteen maybe or something. Yeah, it's a good thing, but like I don't know. You've just got like this like um, I don't know what is the word like like swag I guess like with your hair like I don't know I mean I don't know what your outfit looks like but that's just I keep thinking like the weekend I will take this compliment with me to the grave I've never been so take it and run with it yeah <laughs> not gonna defend it or uh be like nope I'm, I'm just taking it these are, <laughs> these are these are rare I'm taking it thanks okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh wonderful question okay so You've mentioned like earlier that like you stream, like that's why your bedroom is, or at least partially why the why your bedroom is the way that it is. Uh, yeah. Like you, you Usually I have stuff. these neon lights up, but yeah, I have like the LED lights up, but I have to fix them. I, I messed it. I fucked it up. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's like a it's like a full on like TikTok streamer room. <laughs> yeah. So I was uh, curious because uh, you're, you're you're a gamer uh, during the the time that is covid and everyone being indoors and stuff what has been your favorite game to to get you through this time okay so i feel like i know that you're referring to that in my bio and i feel like i just started gaming so i'm like a noob and i can 100 percent admit that like i just started gaming and so like 
and one of my best friends who's also my roommate she's been gaming for like years so she like knows everything and i talk to her sometimes i'm like i literally don't understand half the things you're saying you need to dial it back you need to explain what that thing is so i've been learning all this stuff and when i started streaming on twitch i was just doing like irl streams which is just like in real life and i would literally just paint sneakers and stream because there's a lot of artists on twitch as well so there's like a whole section like for that but the game that I've, I've just been playing among us i don't know if you've played that or heard of it yes it's yeah like trending it's super right popular. now yeah it's yeah yeah so fun um but the other game that i was playing that i've just started playing was gta which is like obviously it's old school except now it's different because i remember playing that as a teenager so i played like the now version of GTA, and I was like, oh, I get why everybody gets so excited about Los Angeles and Venice Beach. I was like, oh shit, this is just like where my old apartment was. Like, what the hell, this is crazy. Because um, I always get so many like comments about that when I post videos in Venice and Santa Monica. Like, it's just so funny on TikTok. People like, I'm like, what's everyone's like obsession with this? But I get it now. And then Fortnite. I love Fortnite. I love Fortnite. Yeah. I am, I feel like a, like such a noob that just, like I feel like a nerd that just discovered something for the first time which i basically did but i love fortnite <laughs> i'm so nerdy it's so fun do you have like a favorite outfit within fortnite or do you just like play it for the fun of it no i like it's like the skin that i wear that's mm. like my favorite skin so i need to get more because i want more options but i have this one and she's i want the one that with pink hair so i don't have that one yet but the girl i that I usually choose she's she's kind of like this skater girl she has like a skateboard on her back and like a little ponytail and she's kind of got like these little shorts on and like little crop tops so I kind of like feel like it's something that like I would wear or whatever so like I kind of can be that character um, that makes sense fashionable yeah. in real life fashionable in game <laughs> yeah she's got sneakers on like here for the drip <laughs> Okay. Um, but I don't I, skate, so... Oh, yeah. you can add it to the, the collection of things that you do, I'm sure. <laughs> I have photos of me on Instagram with a skateboard in my hand, but it's about it. Oh, so you're a poser is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, my other roommate, who's my other best friend, he's like, he used to be a pro skater, so he's oh. supposed to teach me how... He's supposed to teach me, so we'll, we'll see how we'll that see. goes. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, would you like a weird or wonderful question? Um, I think we just did wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. Or was that weird? Okay, that let's do a weird question. Okay. If you could know the absolute truth to one question, what question would you ask? Hmm. Wow, that's so deep. Wait, if I can know the absolute truth to one question, what question would I ask? Mm-hmm. That's like such a deep question. Like, I feel like, cause like, that's just, oh my God, there's so many things. Cause I would want it to be a question that isn't, that doesn't just give me an answer that leaves me with another problem. If that makes sense. Yes. Cause at first I was like, so I would want to ask a question like, whatever so like an example of something like because for me the first thing that comes to mind are like kind of like problems with like the world or society and like mankind um and stuff like that so like getting an answer to like what's really the truth of like you know why people act the way they do or like where is this evil coming from or whatever like a question that's like a deeper question like that if I got the answer to that question would I just be like shit or would I be like oh, okay, I can do something about this. So it's like, so that's why I would, that's why I'm like, oh my God, I have to think, like really think about that question. Um, yeah, that's a difficult question. That's a really good one. Yeah, it's kind of difficult, I suppose, with it just being like thrown in here. Cause you're kind of just like vibing on kind of like these kind of silly questions here and there. And then it's like, if you could know the absolute truth, it's like, whoa, slow down. Um, it's great. Like I'm here for all of that. Like I'm here for deep talk and like real shit. But yeah, I don't know how I would answer that. Like, I feel like that's something, I guess also there's this pressure because it's like just one question. So I'm like, I have one chance to get the the absolute truth. Like, I gotta make this the right fucking question. That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) So I'm like, dang, I I can't mess that up. So yeah, like that's why I'm like, dang, I feel like I would have to sleep on that question. I would have to like compare my options, (laughs) possible outcomes of like, what question am I going to get an answer to that's going to be the most productive, like, for whatever problem I'm trying to solve, mm. um, if that makes sense. But it would be something, like, I'm very, like, passionate about, and this also sounds cliche, but, like, I actually fucking am really like this. Like, I'm very passionate about, like, kind of, like, the state of mankind or society and, like, why people 
do really shitty things. Um, like I'm really passionate about like child trafficking and like human trafficking and that whole subject, especially because I live in Los Angeles and you know, we have some not great people here that it's like a hub for that as well as other parts of the world. But so I feel like it would be along the lines of something that would help solve a problem of, you know, I don't want to sound like a beauty pageant. If we could just have like world peace, <laughs> but like <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're coming across like that at all because it's clearly like you're trying to put a lot, a lot of thought into it, and kind of I suppose like optimize your answer to do as much good as possible. Yeah, so. like to make it worth it. Like I don't want to be like, how can I just make the most money like by like this weekend or some. You know what I mean? Like some answer that's not like that deep or kind of mm. off the cuff. <sighs> Dang, well, we might I have think... to circle back around to like interview number two, podcast number two. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I, I got I... my answer. Yeah, I, I think a ballpark answer is a good one. Like we, yeah, your your lack of certain answer is a good answer in in and of itself. So uh, I mean, I hope so, but it would be something along the lines of trying to understand the truth of what is the real reason why people and humans act or react the way they do so as to solve a problem which is the basis for a lot of other problems that people try to solve or try to be addressed when there's actually an underlying problem which has to do with like how people act or like human behavior or stuff like that that's like just a more basic fundamental level essentially than just like oh we could fix this problem that was the most vague fucking answer ever (laughs) but i but it was like i hope that made sense no, yeah, that that made sense. I feel like I've been on a journey, but it, it certainly makes sense, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Might have to save this one for later. <laughs> perhaps. Maybe we'll circle back. But yeah, if not, uh, uh, in, the, in the time being, would you like a weird or wonderful question? I think a wonderful question. Oh, this will maybe bring the, the, the level down. We're, we're, we'll go in superficiality territory. Um, Let's go. What are your most important rules when going on a date? Um, this is interesting because I'm really not good at dating at all. Is that to I say don't even know you... if I have rules in the sense of that, like, I'm like, hmm, when have I gone on it? <laughs> like, I was married young and I was married for a long time. So, like, then when I moved to L.A., I was single and I was like, I don't know how to do this. This whole dating thing freaks me out, especially in Los Angeles. These guys are like not yeah. great. I've I've heard like bits here and there, just like people. I don't know if they're doing like a vlog or something, but it does seem like LA seems to potentially be one of, if not the worst places you can go to date people. Yeah, like I don't know what idea people have in their mind. Maybe even I had romanticized some idea of like so many creatives and dancers and this and that. And I'm sure. And like athletic people, I'll find some amazing, talented dude. Like, no. I mean, I'm sure they exist, but I am actually, I'm not for it. So I'm very like just focused, I guess. So if I were to take, I guess, some of my experiences with like the hand, but I don't really date. That's the thing I kind of like talk to. And then I'm like, mm, I don't know. But I guess, um, so three rules, because I could still give you an answer, would be something like, that he is hasn't lied about anything which is hard to tell off the bat but like if someone is lie i guess like lying about things or being even vague about things like about themselves like initially that's just like a red flag 
um, if they're just talking about money and like in a way where they're talking, like they keep bragging about it or like, which is like really common out here or like name dropping as well. Like a lot of people will just, and this isn't generality. There are people that are not like this as well, but some, in my experience, this is kind of a thing that you will see sometimes where they'll like name drop either celebrities or influencers or something which is just weird like to me i'm like i don't i literally don't care if you were at like i don't know tyga's house like i don't care <laughs> like nobody cares <laughs> so uh it's also really common so like name dropping talking about money and like just being really flashy is like such a red flag and then okay well here if he um doesn't have a car which really shouldn't even be on there but i've had two bad experiences with guys that didn't have a car and they seem to have a valid reason why in that moment like when I met them that they didn't have a car but then it ended up to being some very like some whole other thing that I was like wow this is so Los Angeles I literally can't even so I just made it a rule I was like this motherfucker better have a car like <laughs> just... right yeah the first two I feel like are kind of as, as in like having to experience that I, I feel like I would have like an internal sense of cringe like the the money like the braggadocious <laughs> thing Mm -hmm. That's and so then, what was the first thing you said? You said there was the money thing. Oh, and like whether they seem kind of like sketchy, kind of like shady, non-trustworthy. Um, which yeah, I like get. lying or about or not being open about either what they do or just kind of like lying about things. Like I'm just like a very like I'm like an open book. So if someone isn't like that, it's not just a turnoff, but also like a red flag. Where I'm like, yeah, it's like what are you hiding exactly? Yeah, exactly. Mm, and the car sense. thing again this is just based off of my experience the fact that i had these like shitty experiences so maybe there could be a better third answer but <laughs> definitely for me i'm like you don't have a car like i don't even I, I can't i don't and it's not even like some i'm like a not a materialistic person it's just that i'm like it doesn't make sense for you not to have a car out here you're either like you're either you're either lying and you actually don't have a job and you're broke or you're a drug dealer and you don't want like names and titles or you're like, these are, <laughs> these are real scenarios, unfortunately. So yeah. Like if it was in New York city, it'd be like, yeah, okay. You take a taxi everywhere or like the subway. And it's no LA, you need to drive. You have to drive in no way do you live in LA. And if you're paying Ubers, I'm like, you are like, then actually you don't know how to manage money because you're wasting so much money or for like, no, or if you're renting a car, again, you're wasting so much money. So that's also just, that's another red flag where I'm like, this person doesn't know how to get, like, they don't have their life together, period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I think that makes sense. I, I, I can see the connections, yeah. Um, would you like a weird or wonderful question? Um, a weird one. Oh, this will be fun. Um, maybe. Okay. Maybe not for you. We'll see. Um, yeah, let's go. What's the weirdest request you've received online? Oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> yikes. I'm like, you sure you want to go there? Uh, <laughs> well, you uh, sound kind of like skeptical. So maybe the second weirdest or the third weirdest, because maybe it's like too out there or something. I'll leave it with you. Um, there's just a lot of pervs online that are very forward in their requests. Um, but I have... Oh, actually, this is like one that's not so like we get it. There's like creeps on the internet that want to pay women to do all sorts types of weird shit. Um, of course the feet one, like I've had like, you know, the feet people. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that market is. 
audiences, the feet people, you know, they're like, send pictures of feet. And like, bro, like, I'm not, I don't like feet. Like, you're absolutely not getting photos of my feet for money. Um, or for free. Like, I'm not showing people my feet. But it was this one time I actually, which is kind of funny because they were my shoes. So I'm, I was selling a pair of, I was selling some of my clothes when I was, this was when I was moving to LA because I just wanted to get rid of some stuff. And I had these one pair of filas that I wore in like so many photos on my Instagram. I was like obsessed with these. I was always talking about these, like these filas. And so I was selling them. I was like, I'll just get some new ones when I get out there. And so I was putting that on my story. Like, let me know if you want to buy anything. Um, you can just cash out me. I'll ship it to you, whatever. So this guy wanted to buy my filas. So he bought them, but he was like an older dude. I actually felt so weird, but I was like, whatever, he's a fan, but okay, I'll fucking, but like he obviously, I was also like, my flight was literally like two days later. So I didn't really care. I was like, just trying to get rid of shit. And I'd think about it. And he paid me $85 for my Fila disruptors that were used that I'd been wearing that were a woman's size that were absolutely not his shoe size. I think he, and he just, I think he just wanted them because they were mine. I potentially think it's another feet related thing. He took them home and smelt them. I, I know, like, so in hindsight, I was like, oh man, I did the, I did the feet thing without doing the feet. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey but I was like, at least my feet are on the internet. Pictures of my feet are on the internet somewhere. True. And also I'm like, money is money, dude. It's like. Yeah. What, he, what he does with those shoes, none of your business anymore. Uh, yeah, I was like, you do what you want with those shoes. But it was just so odd to me. So I remember yeah. she, I was like, oh, and my, I think my sister was like, oh, like, did one of your followers buy them or a friend or like, and then she was kind of like, who wants like used shoes? And I was like, he's this dude. He always likes my photos. He's, he looks like he's like 50. <laughs> she was like, okay. The more I'm learning about the story, the less the more disgust I feel internally. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's, but that's it, there you go. Well, that's a new one. We haven't had that yet, so we'll take oh, it. Oh, perfect. Would you like a weird, a wonderful? A wonderful, please. What's the wisest thing you have ever heard someone say? I'm really bad at answering questions because usually I'm like, well, it's one of three things. Um, <laughs> I have lots of opinions. <laughs> so... I have heard a lot of wise things that I kind of like have hung on to. I mean, one of my favorites is kind of just like something that I like to live by and encourage others to do because I just feel like it makes it like if everybody did it, it would actually just be like much life would be easier for everybody, which is um, honestly the golden rule. Like I love it so much, like treat others the way you would want to be treated. And then also, never regret yesterday, life is in you today and you make your tomorrow. That's just a quote that I like to live by because a lot. Of, I feel like it's easy to be like, oh, I regret this and this and this and just like get hung up in the past or things that sucked or you did wrong or something. But that's such an, it's so, the feeling of regret is so unproductive. Mm -hmm. um, it's just unproductive. And instead you should just like, instead of regretting something, take that emotion and change it into being responsible for whatever you did that maybe you felt bad about or like how you can learn from it or how you can do better next time basically um so that's like a big that one actually i think is really it's really powerful it's so like little is seeming but it's really powerful it's helped me so much especially living out here in la because mm -hmm. like last 2019 was crazy for me 
And like when I tell the stories of like just the different things that I've had to deal with or gone through, it's so, it would be so easy to be like, I regret all these things, but I'm so much more to me, like so much more, like I have thicker skin. I'm more, I feel like more sharp, more successful and have better people around me. Like I've just grown from it. So if I was just hanging on to regret, I would just be like, it would just be like a sad, more of like victim-y type of situation where I would just be like, I'm sad about these things and I feel bad. And it's like, the emotion is just not productive. Yeah, it sounds like you've kind of like taken some experiences and kind of like uh, use them, I suppose, like in a transformative manner, you've kind of like alchemized them and like turned them into gold, so to speak. So that's- Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like when life gives you lemons, what are you supposed to do? Make lemonade or whatever. Exactly. Um, Sorry, that was so like not impactful the way it was. <laughs> and I was like awkward. Like that's where you put like the, the little crickets, like <laughs> that silence. If you could wake up with a new quality or ability, what would it be? Mm. This might be difficult because you seemingly do everything already. So it's like, what new ability okay. do you even have? So this is just like, this. this is also before I go like, so extreme this is a question that's like not superhero type shit where i'm like i would be able to levitate objects or see the future or whatever that's not that it's just like an ability that i could maybe learn as a skill or something um oh i know what it would be oh i know okay okay so i would love to wake up with like a full vocal range and full control over my voice so that I could confidently and like competently sing and hit any note. I'm very passionate about the idea of being a singer because I love to sing, but I'm like, I sing in the shower, in my room. I only sing on my TikTok live streams because like for some reason they are like, they gas me up all the time and they're like, you're amazing. <laughs> I'm like, y'all, you're like 12 years old. You guys, you're just nice. I don't know. Either way, I love them, but I... I, I don't know, it makes, I, I feel like I can comfortably like kind of sing in front of them, but that's something that I really, really want to be better at. Actually just be really like confident at basically. That's it. I, I'm, I'm sure you'll get there. It seems like you're, you're thriving at everything else. You'll, you'll probably, you'll thrive with this one too. And maybe you'll um, stop what? being a poser with the skateboard too. I know, dang it. Oh, I should have said skating. <laughs> I could do like an ollie or kickflip. That would be sick. I'm sure you'll, you'll, your housemate will get you there. Or maybe you'll just do yeah. it yourself. Who knows? <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, finally, Ariel, what are you working on at the moment? Um, a lot of things. I'm currently working on the, the house, the content creator house that we have started. I'm working on my merch, which is also exciting. Um, and my YouTube channel so I can get it up, like just running consistently. And my custom sneakers, because I might order, I'm like booked. So I'm basically working on all of the things. Do you sell them, the custom sneakers? They're not just like, you do? Yeah, yeah. Plug away, yeah. where can people buy them? Oh, they can DM me, but like, yeah, no, DM me. Feel free to DM me. I don't want to like say that I'm full, even though I'm full right now. At who knows when someone listens to this, I probably won't be. So they could DM me on Instagram. I actually made another account. So I have Ariel Lindsay and then I have Ariel Lindsay Customs, which I started and it's small and I need to post more on there because I, I don't really have a lot of my work, but I just needed like 
one place for all my sneaker traffic to just funnel into so that I wouldn't miss DMs and stuff because my normal Instagram is so random. Um, so yeah, Arrow Lindsay Customs, that's where they could find that. And I also might be on a TV show at the beginning of next year, but I can't really talk about that outside of that. So that's all. That's exciting. So I'm also working on that right now. Cool. Yeah, that sounds really uh, exciting. Congratulations yeah. for doing all the things. <laughs> Thank you. All the things. Thank you. Yeah. I, I do love to do all the things. Somebody told me once that they were like, you just have to focus your energy on like, it's cool that you're excited about or passionate about a lot of things, but you can only do like one thing at a time. And I was like, mm, no, fuck that. So yeah, that's my word of advice. Like, no, you don't actually, that's not like a solid rule. Like that's not, I get where that comes from, but it's not 100% true. But it just depends on how much work you want to put in and how passionate you are. So yeah, all of the things. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of 17 Questions, this time starring Ariel Lindsay. If you're not following her already, she is Ariel Lindsay across the board. That's on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're in the market for a custom pair of shoes, sneakers, you can hit her up at ariellindsay.customs on Instagram. If you would like to get in contact with us at 17 Questions, you can find us at 17 Questions on Instagram. And if you'd like to help the podcast out, make sure, of course, to give us five stars on the platform of your choosing. Other than that, see you next week for another episode of Weird and Wonderful 17 Questions. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.